Well, a big thanks uh, to Kanye Sile Manuani for the news at the top of the hour right now, though, uh, for the first time in nearly a year. Believe it or not, Bafana Bafana uh, will get to pull on the green and gold and go out onto the pitch and some and play something called football, I guess. Now, the 23-man squad uh, that will represent the country against Namibia as well as Zambia uh, is now out in the public. You've all seen it during the day. Mlefinzeki, the Bafana Bafana head coach, uh, went to two extremes as well. Now, there's the old head returnees and also there are a couple of new kids uh, that have been recruited uh, to give them a run for their money. And all of this in preparation for the Big Nations Cup qualifiers that will be happening next month. And uh, it's also a chance as well for some of them to redeem themselves. And one of those for some, hey, it's going to be a case of uh, staking a claim uh, in the national team. Uh, I mean, they literally represent over, what, 55 million South Africans. And the man at the helm, uh, Muli Finzeki, the Bafana Bafana coach. Good evening. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. Good evening, Rob, and good evening to our listeners, and thanks for having me. Did it get to a stage, coach, where you thought you're never going to be coaching a team for the next two years, given the pandemic and the virus and everything else that's been plaguing us? Rob, uh, it has been a baptism of fire since I was appointed by Fana coach, because you remember when we were to play our first friendly match, it was uh, an issue of uh, xenophobia. Yes. And uh, one has to, to live with that and uh, be patient until we get our first match against Mali. And this year, when we were to play a very important uh, qualifier against our tournament, again in March, uh, the same thing. Now we have Corona coming in and uh, putting everything on hold. But uh, we are happy that uh, today, after six or so uh, months, uh, we were able to have a press conference and to to interact with the people of South Africa and to give the South Africans what we think of Bafana Bafana going forward. And how difficult has it been, given the fact that there's there's hardly been much football that has been played, especially on the local front, uh, outside of what happened within the bio bubble. Uh, some of the leagues overseas have also uh, just resumed now, having finished their leagues. What did you take into account this time, Coach, in trying to come up with a balanced squad? Look, I keep on sharing with all South Africans that uh, profiling and assessment of players, especially if you are to scout for Bafana Bafana, it doesn't take place over two months. So what has been happening since uh, we took over as Bafana Bafana technical team, we have been profiling and projecting the future in terms of what we want to achieve. Yes, uh, we had a a setback of uh, coronavirus, but uh, when that uh, time comes, we had already uh, compiled a team of... uh, 100 players, a team of 50 players, a team of uh, 25 players. Uh, that was called up for, for Sao Tome and Principe. Uh, we did the same during this period of uh, uh, lockdown uh, to continue profiling players even though they were not playing. And again, uh, the assessment and the analysis that we did of our opponents uh, also helped us to decide um, what type of football we want to play uh, uh, versus that one of our opponents. And in doing so, it really gave us an idea of what type of players to bring into the team uh, going forward. So, yes, um, we had um, overseas-based players. Uh, they have just played few matches. Uh, we were happy to see some of them having uh, played few matches. Uh, South Africa, we were happy to see football back again uh, during the bubble. And uh, there were some revelations that came out of the bubble of some players who 
um, who appeared to be very focused, who appeared to be working very hard uh, to get the maximum results for their teams. Uh, but uh, we are fully aware that um, uh, credit must be given to the coaches, credit must be given to the physical trainers of those teams and the players uh, to have tried so hard to keep themselves in good shape and to give us the football that uh, we watched and enjoyed during the bubble. So uh, the profiling and assessment has always been uh, ongoing. Absolutely. Tibang Peter being one of the players um, who we are told is a defender, uh, plays in Portugal. Give us some background here and what is it that coach Nzeg is looking for in terms of drafting him into the squad? Look, uh, he's from Kimbali. Uh, he comes from uh, uh, Coach Farouk Academy. Uh, uh, I think he has done very well since he moved over to, to Portugal. Uh, he has been moved from one club to another, and during that period, he was growing as a player and becoming a better player. And uh, during uh, just before the the lockdown and after the lockdown, he has been playing regularly for his team and he has been doing very well um, as a defender, as a midfielder. He even scored against his former team uh, uh, two weeks ago, and uh, we have been following him. And there's been a lot of uh, uh, information coming through about uh, Tibang and we also had some video clips of him playing for for his team and I spoke to him before making any any selection to find out from him where he is and where is he playing where which position appears to be the best position for him and he appears to be a utility player and uh, he has got 1.8 uh, which is a very good height and this is the physique that we need uh, to strengthen our team going forward so uh, Tibang Tete He's born 1994, he's 26, he can play as a centre-back and also as a central controlling midfielder. Absolutely. I was going to ask you regarding the age of 26, that um, you, you reckon then, uh, what, uh, four years shy of 30, that players of that calibre and also the experience playing uh, in international shores, does that give you enough time to work with them, introduce them into the culture that you're bringing in and obviously bringing in the young and the old because with that you flip it around and you bring a 23-year-old from Belgium, um, Kurt Abrahams as well, who comes through. A lot has been said. Positive vibes have been said about Kurt. Give me the thinking in terms of how you're trying to balance things out both age-wise and also how they're featured for Bafana Bafana or not even featured yet. Yeah. Rob, we are in a situation where we we have to play, uh, to play to win every match. And uh, playing to win every match uh, comes with its own challenges, whether injuries or loss of form. So you need to increase your pool in terms of the number of players you have for each position. And uh, you have to categorize them accordingly. And uh, in doing so, we felt, uh, let us uh, bring in some new faces, let's bring in some... Uh, players who are a little bit younger uh, than the, the, the team we have currently. Because next year we are to play AFCON 2021 and uh, we are also to play the World Cup Qualifier 2022. And toward the end of the year next year, we are to play AFCON Qualifiers 2023. So one can tell, uh, if you look at our fixtures, our KFM FIFA fixtures, 
they are very tired and very congested. So you can't be dependent on the trial and tested all the time because you'll never know what will happen come next year mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to uh, those players who are experienced, who have been in the team for some time. So you needed to do what you call uh, introduction and induction. And all of them, it's a process. To introduce somebody in the team, it's a process. To have somebody having a proper induction in the team, it's a process. And when you look at the fixtures coming next year, you are not going to have any time to have a look at anybody you don't know. So it is better for us to bring them as early as now and to make them understand the demands of playing in the national team and the demands when it comes to to the mandate of what you have to achieve coming into the national team. So when you're talking of um, uh, Tibang being 24, you're talking of Kert Abrams being 23, I think uh, in terms of South African players and the age categories, they are still in a very uh, good uh, period of, 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 of their football because the learning will always be taking place uh, whenever you are coming into the national team. When it comes to the tactics and how you conduct yourself in the national team, how you go back and keep, keep on working very hard in your team so that you can cement your position in the national team. So all of that was considered and we felt let's give this uh, other new players an opportunity to have a closer look at them, to have a proper uh, assessment and profiling of these players uh, so that uh, in future we can always uh, depend on their abilities uh, to carry Bafana Bafana into the next level. And I mean, talk about Belgium coach uh, Darren Keats does come back. I've also been tracking his performances um, because the, the world is that much more smaller now. And uh, given social media and just the availability of information as well, uh, what would have pointed you back in his direction? I know that Ronald Williams uh, maintains his spot in the national team for Supersport United. Uh, Ricardo Goss as well, uh, you know, formerly with Bidvez Vitz, also pops into uh, the reckoning. But just quick one on Darren Keats. Look, uh, Darren Keith has got a uh, vast experience of playing in the Bafana Bafana. And um, uh, in explaining ourselves why we selected Darren Keith, it is for the same reason why we brought in Itimelon Kuni, because in the team you need the spine, in the team you need the experience, in the team you need people who have been through uh, challenges in football. Because when you look at Darren Keith, Darren Keith um, helped his team to get promoted to the Premier League. And I think uh, it was a pleasure period for the team. And he was in goals for the team. And now we have Ronan Williams, who has been our number one goalkeeper. And Darren Keith has been in camp before and he could not get an opportunity to play. It is important uh, to, to get back uh, uh, the confidence out of Darren Keith, bringing him in this friendly, have a thorough assessment of him and uh, help him uh, to get to the level where he used to be. Because um, remember when we played Ghana home and away, Darren Keith uh, was brought from, from Belgium to be part of the team and he never had an opportunity to play. But now we are saying all those players that have been coming into Bafana Bafana and never had an opportunity to play, it is better for you to bring them in now uh, have a look at them, do the proper assessment, and give them a technical report to say, this is the, the, the report we are giving to you about your performances. Go back and work on this, and go back and improve on this. Because um, uh, if you look at uh, the challenges we have in this country of goalkeepers, it is, it is a challenge that is not going that we are not going to overcome anytime soon. Uh, we had um, uh, Peterson last time, uh, Brandon Peterson. He got injured in the bubble. He did not play. 
Uh, Ricardo Goss did very well in, in the bubble. Um, uh, Ronald Williams is the captain of, uh, of Supersport. He's currently our number one goalkeeper. So you can't leave him out because you also need him to be part of the camp to go through the, the, the practices and uh, the, the work that we'll be putting into this camp so that when we go into Sao Tome, Darren Keith understand, I mean, uh, Ronald Williams understand um, what is expected of him, how he wants to play technically and tactically. So, uh, Ricardo Goss also did very well for Bizer Vets. Uh, he got suspended, he came back. Uh, for the bar for the bubble and he did well in the bubble so mm. these are the players that we are giving confidence saying uh, if ricardo cause is born 94 if uh, ron Wen is born 89 if, uh, ron, if 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 ron Wen is born 91 if darren kid is born 89 who will be taking over from ron Wen and, and darren kid and this player happens to be those who played and those who were part of the rio 2016 olympic team I mean, a great deal. I mean, you talk about that. It springs to mind again, Coach, uh, the introduction of a player that we all know. And once again, he also belonged to uh, the Farouk Khan Academy, um, which is Luther Singh, who's also up in Portugal as well. How has he been performing, though? Because we've seen him at a junior national team level uh, doing extremely, extremely well. Is this the right time? Is this the moment for him to, uh, to really up the game and be a regular member of the senior team? I think uh, if 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 we profile properly, um, he's one of the most gifted players we we, we have in this current in this country currently. But uh, when you look at um, uh, Ludasi, uh, he was part of the under twenty, of which I was part of. Uh, Ludasi did very well in Zambia during the Afcon of 2017. He actually took the, the team, uh, the under twenty team, to uh, South Korea. And he did well also in South Korea. So these are players who are talented, who like to be challenged all the time. And taking him and bringing him into Bafana Bafana, we are saying this is a bigger stage. If come and, and show us that uh, the talent that we see in you, you can also uh, discover yourself and take yourself to, the, to, to this level. Because we needed uh, to have uh, quality players playing overseas who are exposed to uh, different conditions uh, for a youngster to leave South Africa, to go and play in Portugal, and uh, to be where he is today, I think uh, it takes a lot of character, a lot of personality in terms of uh, how you conduct yourself over there. And uh, he was part of our Kosafa team, of which uh, he did not have a, a good Kosafa tournament uh, with Coach Stewart. And we still believe that uh, uh, as talented as he is, let us bring him in and protect him and also guide him and show him that uh, you are such a good player, but all that is important is how you manage yourself, how you monitor your performances to keep Mm. uh, yourself in the Bafana Bafana team. Absolutely. I mean, there's a couple of players that I'm, I'm, I'm happy for who've got a call-up. Your Abu Bakr Mubarez of Cape Town City. Uh, he's been doing well for the longest time and getting the kind of recognition that he gets right now. Uh, it is important as well to rubber stamp the fact that it doesn't matter which team you play for. And when you have that thought, again, coach, I look at it, Tabiso uh, Kutumela's move to Meritzburg United as all, almost being a life-saving one for his career. I have never, ever seen this player apply himself as he did last season, whether he was assisting, whether he was scoring, overall performances, man of the match performances that he gave. If there's a deserving player that is part of your list, it is Kutumel. 
Yeah, it is um, all the players that uh, are, are doing well, all the players that uh, when you profile them, you see talent, you see ability, but they need to be guided. Can you think of uh, Abu Bakr Mubara when he played against um, uh, Brazil during the Rio 2016, playing against Neymar and uh, giving Neymar no opportunity uh, to see our goals and even to score goals. So uh, he will be reminded of that performance to say, uh, now you have grown up, now you are a, a big boy, come into Bafana Bafana, you have got the talent and the ability. You played all the matches uh, in Senegal when we were playing the AFCON uh, under-23 Olympic qualifiers. So you, you are this player, but the most important thing is consistency. Consistency comes from within. If ever you set yourself targets, you will always work hard and to become a better player every game you play. Then Kutumela, if we can see the best that you have just spoken about of Kutumela in the Bafana Bafana team, we, we are likely to qualify for every tournament. We are likely to do well for every tournament. If we can have 25 of such players coming into Bafana Bafana and they do well without fear, uh, understanding the pressure that comes with when you play for the national team. And because, by the way, when you play for the national team, you're also giving yourself an opportunity to be, uh, to be seen, an opportunity maybe to take your career to the next level. So you come to Bafana Bafana. If you played uh, and you give uh, 90% of yourself at club level, come to Bafana Bafana and give 100%. Absolutely. Chatting to Coach Mlifinseki on the Bafana Bafana squad as well. I know a lot of you have been uh, posing questions um, on uh, the voice note, so we're going to visit that very quickly. We'll come back, we wrap up with the coach. It's an important one because uh, they've got important games coming up, all in preparation for the AFCON uh, qualifiers, and it's going to be happening all the way up. And I know that uh, coronavirus is still pretty much with us, uh, so they'll have the stadium all to themselves. I guess, uh, unless something changes between now and the official games taking place, uh, where they're going to be meeting Namibia on Thursday, the 8th of October, and also Zambia on Sunday, the 11th of October. Let's hear what you have to say. Uh, firstly, I would like to compliment the coach for the selection of the following players, uh, Tabiso Kutumela, Gladun Shitolo and Tabo Nodata, because I think they've been, they were overlooked uh, for so many times, and particularly as well uh, through the scene. And uh, Rob, uh, my question to the coach is that I would like to find out from him uh, the, the, the uh, exclusion of uh, players like Abed Nico, Musiatache, uh, uh, Giftlings, and Given Tibedi, uh, Rushan uh, uh, Deruk. What are the reasons for their omission into the national team, considering they've been performing consistently throughout the season, even in the bubble? Thanks. Uh, good evening, Rob, and then good evening to the coach. Uh, for me, like I don't know what criteria. What the criteria does the coach use exactly to select uh, his players? Uh, is it merely based on form, or uh, are there other experts uh, which he uses? Because I can see that some players which were on form in the league, like Kobla and um, and Duli. Uh, he didn't consider them and a guy like the Rook so I don't understand maybe you can explain to us uh, what criteria he uses 
All right, uh, thanks so much. We, we've got all of, what, 90 seconds, Coach. Maybe we can condense all of those and um, make them into one answer. The criteria used, exclusion of the likes of Hrobland, Dooley, Derek, uh, probably include somebody like um, Bongani Zungu as well. Uh, there was a previous one talking about Abednego, about Gift, and all of them also being excluded. Maybe, maybe let's condense that and, and, and give it one answer. Yeah, the selection of players, uh, Rob, it's about uh, the opponents that you're about to play, the approach that you want to deploy on, on the day against those opponents. So the assessment is very important. That is why I was saying at the beginning, uh, even during the, the coronavirus uh, lockdown and, and when we did not have football, we were working behind uh, behind closed doors in terms of analyzing our opponents and then coming up with what will be the best approach going into the game. So the, the selection criteria is um, assessment and profiling of players over time and then how you want to play, what will be the approach, what intensity, what uh, tempo you want to play at uh, and in terms of, of your opponents. Um, we are talking of um, uh, gift links and musiatacha. Uh, um, they have done very well, and I remember Musiatlacha towards the end of the playoffs. He got injured; he could not even help uh, Ajax to uh, to win the playoffs. And uh, he's a very good player. I, I know him from the under-23. Uh, he moved on to Vets, and then from Vets to Stellenbosch, and then uh, with Ajax. So these are the players that we know. Giftlings is doing very well in Denmark, but Giftlings is part of the the four players that we selected for this camp coming from the under-23 team. Um, uh, Roshin Diriek, um, what we looked at was um, bringing in Tibang Pete because Tibang Pete uh, is playing in, 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 um, in, 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 in Portugal and we needed to, ca- to bring him in, into this camp and have a look at him. So uh, there are so many players that were left out. Uh, he's talking about um, uh, Bradley Robra, you are talking about Zungu, you are talking about Mokocho, you are talking about... Uh, uh, Dean Fairman. So, so all our senior players that are excluded from this team, it's for that simple reason that uh, we needed to bring the youngsters and, and introduce them into the national setup so that we can increase our pool in terms of player selection. Coach, I want to thank you so much. It's been a while since we last spoke. Um, there's a lot to get through, but let's get those games underway. Let's observe the reaction as well from the players and how they adapt, and uh, we'll have another you know, proper, you know, thrash out of the the squad, the players, the individuals that are involved there. But thank you so much for uh, being part and parcel of our chat here tonight on MSW. Thanks very much, uh, Rob, for having me, and uh, have a good evening. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend, Coach. Really appreciate uh, your time here on the show. I can tell you that Majens Butale uh, says that he's the only person that was left out uh, in the purchase of Amazulu, saying that uh, he believes uh, that he would have been a wonderful multi-man.